Hey everybody, and welcome back for episode 73 of the Path Podcast. I am Jason. Hey there, I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you have decided to join us on the Path this week. Uh, This week we're going to talk about the fact that we are wrapping up, or yesterday we wrapped up our series called Your Part Matters. Uh, about assimilating into the life of the church. Uh, And Derek dug into just a great passage uh, in Exodus 18 that um, I think often it gets overlooked sometimes just in the grand scheme of how ministry is done. It's just one of those like, yeah, it's just a chapter you have to get through on the way to the Ten Commandments, Mm -hmm, you know. mm -hmm. uh, But there's so much incredible truth and principle that we need to apply here uh, for ministry. It's so important. Um, And so, Derek, if you would... Um, just kind of recap for a couple of minutes, and then um, what are how, how does this specifically the message you you preached yesterday? How does that fit into us assimilating into the life of Lafayette First Baptist? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. I think we we <clears throat> we don't really focus on this passage a lot. Uh, it, this passage, along with the other two I've preached in this series, are passages that I. Looked at for my demon project. Yeah. Um, even one of the readers of my project um, graciously and, 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 and thankfully, you know, kind of pushed back a little bit on it. Is it really an assimilation passage? Mm. Um, and I and I think it is because I think leadership is a function of discipleship. Yeah. Which is. A function, you know, assimilation is a function of discipleship as yeah. well. Yeah, I mean, I think it all, I think it all, it does fit. But that made me really kind of think through, and you know, is this passage applicable and something we need to talk about in the series? And I do think it is. That's why I'm preaching on it. But <clears throat> because That's I good. think I'm glad <clears throat> you thought it was applicable. As yeah, yeah. On it. <laughs> well, I, mean, I just because um, it's it is. Um, Leadership, you. I don't think you can do anything without leadership. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you can disciple without someone being the one to lead the the, the subject of discussion. Yeah. Um. Or leading the church to embrace. Yeah. That type of thing. And then, um, I don't. I don't think assimilation can happen. Without leadership, so yeah, I think I think that's important too. Like that, you know, I don't, I don't want to undervalue the spiritual aspect of what happens here, but we are still also an organization of people, mm-hmm. and there there has to be there has to be somebody that says finally, this is what we're going to do. Not yeah. not that that happens in a vacuum. Um, you know, we we have an incredible team here, and that team continues to grow. Um, but you also are the pastor, and you have to be the person that says, all right. I take all of every, all of your input in together. Here's the direction we're right. going to go in. There has to be somebody to do that. Otherwise, we'd all be sitting around going, "What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do?" You know, it'd just be or yeah. The other the other pendulum swing of that is everybody's doing their own thing exactly, and nothing yeah. is accomplished that way either. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I do think it's the leader's job to synergize. Yeah. Everyone's talents, gifts, and abilities. Yeah. Toward that mission, I mean, I think it's Ephesians four. Absolutely, I think yeah. it's First Corinthians twelve, mm-hmm. and and then I think you you cannot just speak these things into existence and they happen. Yeah, if he, uh, Exodus eighteen is a great picture 
of another leader, brand new, fresh, mm-hmm. way overwhelmed, yeah, too much on his plate, and his his logical, you know, um, wise, you know, little, you know, some old, got some got some uh, years on the yeah. season, yeah, yeah, season, <laughs> got some uh, yeah. years in the in the trenches, and like this ain't gonna work very long. It's not yeah. gonna, you can do this. Yeah, but you're you're gonna burn out. They're gonna burn out. Everything's gonna burn out. Yeah, and you're doing something worthwhile here that needs to carry on with longevity. Yeah, so you're gonna have to figure out a way to make sure that there are other people doing it with you. Absolutely. And so, um, so I think that's huge. You know, I mean, it's this to me. This is where the rubber begins to meet the road. Mm-hmm. Of yes, God has equipped us. He's given us a spiritual gift. You know, there's a little bit of that in Ephesians 4 of, hey, it's the leader's job to equip the saints for the work mm-hmm. of ministry. You know, but it's what he's saying is it's equip them to use the gifts that they have. Yeah. So you see Jesus working and the Holy Spirit working, giving mm-hmm. the gifts. Yeah. Um, in 1 Corinthians 12, you see um, that Jesus has arranged them intentionally. Mm. None of them are uh, to be neglected. None mm. of them are... Um, of lesser consequence or lesser value than the yeah. others. And each one is arranged by Jesus in a specific way. Right. So you've got it all arranged. You got it all equipped. Now here's the rubber meets the road. You got to do something about it and appoint people to be the ones to help you do the work according yeah. to the giftings that they have. Right. Right. So, um, Exodus 18, just a simple recap. Yeah. Because we've been talking about it. Real Go quick, ahead. I was going to say before before we dig too deep, if you missed this sermon yesterday because we yes. yeah, we were having helpful. some uh, we were having some issues with Facebook, uh, our our feed got blocked, but you can watch this sermon from yesterday on our website. If you go to lafayettefirst.life/watch uh, if you missed it, you can check it out there. Um, just wanted to make sure that you knew that there is access to that because I know there are some people who weren't able to see the mm-hmm. service yesterday because of that. But we're trying to get all that resolved. So yeah, yeah, yeah we we got blocked just because of copyright issues with yeah. one of the songs that we played. Yeah, which normally, if that happens, we just get muted or yeah. get a, a simple slap on the hand. Well, we have the licensings to do to do what we did. We didn't yeah. do anything wrong. Yeah, but we've got to convince Facebook of that. Yeah. So uh, we are in the process of doing that, but it's not—it's not a quick process. process no, so, uh, but we are working on. So that. we apologize <clears throat> if you missed it yesterday. Yeah. But it's Facebook fault, not ours. It is. Yeah, <laughs> we did everything right, like we were supposed to. <laughs> uh, we we got to wade through the metaverse and mm-hmm. try to figure out. But yeah, yeah. So anyway, sorry. I yeah, no, you. thank you. That's yeah. important. I think it's helpful for people to see. So let's jump in real quick to the mm-hmm. passage, Moses. You know, he is managing what some scholars believe could be upwards of two million people. Yeah. Um, Which is no small crowd. No, no, no. That's a lot of people. <laughs> a ton of people. <laughs> a lot of people. And he's yeah. like the only dude. And it, the Bible says from the moment the sun shines to the moment the sun goes away, he is sitting with people all yeah. day long. Yeah. I assume someone's bringing him some food, but like, and he's just eating while it happens. Yeah. But, and I get that. I mean, I, I understand that being a leader. I mean, it's it's like you wake up and you're on. Yeah. It's like you go to sleep and you're on. Sometimes you're on in the middle of the night when you're woken <laughs> up from your sleep. Yeah. And I mean, that's that could just be you wake up and have all these things on your mind. Right. Or it could be you get a phone call. You know. So I understand that. That's just part of the job. It's part of being a leader. You, yeah. It's hard to escape that. No matter whether you're a pastor or whether you're a CEO, or whether you run a very small business. Like yeah. that's just how things work. Yeah. 
But Jethro comes along, you know, and he's like, you, you're not going to be able to sustain this. This is, this is not going to last. Yeah. You know, this is a good thing. It's a lasting thing, you know. Um, I love that Jethro, we didn't get into these details and would love to. It's, it just didn't apply to the, the the specific part of the message. But earlier in the passage that mm-hmm. we didn't read, like starting in verse 1, I think we picked up in verse 12 or 13. Yeah. Um. You know, most, um, Jethro comes, offers a sacrifice to God. Mm-hmm. So when he says, hey, Moses, listen to me, if it pleases God, you know, he's he's understanding Moses has a big burden here. Yeah. I, I, you know, <clears throat> Jethro, uh, doing the research, I didn't get into this yesterday, but doing the research, you know, Jethro's a, an elder in his village, well-respected, yeah. you know, a businessman, a, a, a patriarch, um, you know, uh, you know, um, you know, someone who who knows what it means and what it takes to be a leader, to be a leader. Yeah. <clears throat> and he's saying, listen, you're doing something really good here, <clears throat> but you're not going to be able to do that long. Yeah, because you, he says, you will burn yourself out, mm-hmm. and you will burn all these people out right. if you just keep trying to do it. So he says, why don't you keep doing this, the thing God has called you to do, and that was to teach the people about God, to mm-hmm. teach us statutes and laws. You do that, yeah. but if there's smaller things, appoint some people that can help you handle those things. They'll still bring the big stuff to you. Right. And, and really, it's just this, this leadership sieve. Mm-hmm. And this leadership uh, colander, if you will, this sifter of saying, okay, there's a system in place for you to kind of mix it up and the things that can fall through and be given to someone else will, but you get to keep those nuggets yeah, and those things, things that are really mm-hmm. there for you. And so, you know, it's very good advice, just, you know, natural life advice, yeah. but... It gives us a biblical picture of how we should approach uh, leadership in ministry because what 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 Moses is accom- trying to accomplish is instructing the people about what God has said to him because God spoke to him directly. Yeah. And it's his job to deliver those laws and statutes. And his job never changes. Uh, sometimes people assume that when leaders are delegating, perhaps they're trying to get out of work. Mm. Um, especially in ministry, sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's not the that's not the case. It's just they're trying to get rid of the work that someone else could do, so they can do the thing God has given them to yeah. do. Right? right. And and that's important. It's hard hard to hear that sometimes. <clears throat> yeah. Personally, as a leader, I enjoy mundane, easy little tasks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm used to being an associate pastor uh, and kind of just picking up a lot of this, you know, a lot of those little pieces and making it happen. Yeah. And I enjoy that, you know, like I enjoy, um, I, I enjoy graphic design, mm-hmm. but that's one of the things here I've mostly handed off because that's something somebody else can do. Yeah. And, uh, that's just going to bog down my time to do those things like leading people, leading teams to, uh, produce things like discipleship and these, mm-hmm. these bigger picture things. And yeah. so, well, I think <clears throat> what you see here is such a great it's a great picture in Moses's growth. Yeah. Because which I think is something that's overlooked sometimes because obviously he's been the guy with the staff. Oh yeah. You know, he was the guy who put it down and the waters parted. 
Um, he was the guy who went to Pharaoh and said, let us go. And, yeah. and so naturally, the people are going to look to him, oh, I mean, yeah. and, oh, yeah. and rightly so. And I think that it, it would be easy for Moses, not in an arrogant way, but for him to have in his mind, okay, I'm, I'm the guy. I'm the one that God chose, so I've got to be the one to do all this. And while there, while there are things that are important, they're not things that the top leader needs to be dealing right. with. And, and, um, and that, like, you know, you think about the fact, like you mentioned earlier, how Moses would come out, and from the time the sun came up to the time it went down, he's sitting and talking to people. And that's, I have to imagine, as a, as a leader who's, I, I've been in church for a long time, that you have, Sister Susie comes to talk about, Moses, I got a hangnail and I need somebody to help me with it. You know, it's, it's like this tiny little thing that, no offense to Sister Susie, but Moses doesn't need to be worried about her hangnail, you know? And, and, um, and so I think that it's important, for, it's important for us to see that Moses understands after Jethro is mm-hmm. like, hey, man, look at what's going on here. You can do better yeah. if you will let go of some things. Yeah. And, um, and so I think that it's important to see that Moses sees that. God uses Jethro to say to Moses, yes, you were the guy who had the staff, but I need you to let other people do what they're good at. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, and Moses hears that. And while it would be hard to like, I, I know how hard it is to let go of yeah. things. Um, but uh, but it's also great as a leader to let go of things and see somebody else take it and just run with it further oh, yeah. than you ever could. Yeah, you're right. So. so there's some principles here, some leadership principles. I think you know are a good thing to kind of quickly hit and yeah. then move to what we talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. Number one is that oftentimes God uses unexpected sources of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I love that Jethro's like, if it pleases the Lord, well, obviously it pleases the Lord. Yeah. Um, Cause it happened and right. they approached it that appropriate way. And so in that Moses could weigh, is this what God wants? Because I think you're right. He's kind of like, this burden is mine to carry. God yeah. has given it to me. I need to carry it. You can feel that in the text. Oh, I, at sure. least I can as you read it. Oh, yeah. It's like, this guy's got a heavy load on him. <clears throat> and that's what Jethro says. This is a load that is too heavy for you. Mm-hmm. It's too heavy for you to carry alone. And uh, and uh, so I think it's important that we always kind of listen as leaders yeah. to those around us. Listen to wise counsel. Um, be willing to hear it. <clears throat> weigh it against Scripture. Absolutely. Weigh it against yeah. what God has called us to do. You know, I, I don't think it's, you know, be wise for Moses. Like, sweet, okay, well, you can do this, and you can do this, and yeah. do this. And I'll just be and sitting I'm just over here. be over here if y'all need me. You know, that, <laughs> yeah. that wouldn't have been good. Right. But but it was able, you know, to just, let, like, I think it's a good example, that, that sieve of yeah. just letting things kind of fall through, filter out. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff, you know, Sister Susie's hanging out, it's going to make through, you know, and all those kind of things. Those things are going to make it to someone else, and someone else can handle those. Yeah. And then, truly, Moses is able to focus on what God has given him to focus. That's that's enough work already. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, then I think another leadership principle there is that you've got to be willing to let others uh, shoulder some of the weight. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means giving up something that you really like to have control over. Yeah. You know. Um, graphic design let me use that example again i i like graphic design because i have a certain way that i want things to look that's part of it it's a control issue i'm just honest yeah and i I have a certain way i want things to look i'm a visual person i think visual things matter Mm -hmm. i want them to look to look great 
And so I have options. Yeah. Uh, I have the option of I can just wear my myself out ragged mm-hmm. and do all the work myself and make sure that everything looks exactly like I want it. Or I can train someone, instruct someone on the things that I like, and then just trust them to take it and go with it. Now, you know, at, at first it may be, this is not the case in graphic design because mm-hmm. we, Amber does great work. Yeah. And you, you, we have a, a system we use where they develop stuff where you just kind of have to tweak it. It makes yeah. it a little easier too. But all that to say is that, <clears throat> you know, sometimes you have to be willing to get a, a lesser product mm-hmm. to begin with and use that time to train someone. One, one of the things you don't see here in this passage, but it had to have happened, was there had to have been some time for Moses to sit with those leaders that he pointed, the ones yeah. over the thousands, hundreds, fifties, tens, yeah. to train them to figure out how do you adjudicate these things. Right. What What is a thing that you don't have to worry about because that's got to go to Moses. So mm-hmm. you have to, it takes time to train yeah. Those people understand those things. Yeah, and he he was having to he would have to share with them like, hey, to use your analogy again, I'm using this sieve, and there's things that are falling through, but there's things that I'm gonna hold on to. So here, you need to understand the things that are gonna fall through your sieve too that need to go down to the next guy. Right. And and that you're right, that would take time. And mm-hmm. um and you're right, you kind of alluded to this. I it, it's hard to do, but you have to be willing to have short term lack of quality that you expect in order to have long-term gains yeah and and you're right like it, it's not in the passage here but i think just from if, if we're just being realistic there would have been a transition time here. oh yeah it's not like just they woke up the next morning and the whole system was oh, set no. up you know yeah. um, it probably took months mm-hmm. to get it the way that, that it needed to be but um but i think that to go back to you, you talked about how assimilation is a um, function of discipleship that you're you're beginning to see while discipleship is not mentioned in this passage, we are watching discipleship happen oh, yeah, in this passage. Yeah. That Jethro is discipling Moses, Moses is discipling these leaders, these leaders mm-hmm. are going to discipling the ones under them. And it's that that is that um you know, our, one of our values here is that total involvement leads to total commitment. And so you have all these people that are getting involved because think about how quickly the leadership team exponentially expands. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and it does begin to, to share that burden that Moses mm-hmm. had, that heavy burden that, um, I don't want to steal your thunder, but the, you know, like when yesterday when you had the kids come up and take those things off of you, like, I love the way that you said it. You, like, the first thing you said was, oh, man, that's so much lighter. It really was. <laughs> I'm sure it was. But mm. you still had burden on you. Oh, yeah. I, just, I didn't leave. Yeah. Yeah. You, you didn't completely take off yeah. all your stuff. You still had burden on you, but you had people that were helping you carry all that you had been carrying yes. to begin with, which it, that is how the church has to work. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it will just fizzle out, like you said. Yeah, so I, that you, you helped transition well because that's where I was going next was with what we did. Mm-hmm. So it was a family worship day. It was yeah. a shorter message intentionally. It's geared more toward the kids. So I came out wearing a backpack, which I loved that everyone laughed. That was great, you know. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what is he doing? You know, and I kept it on. I, I preached with yeah, it the on the whole sermon almost. <laughs> everything except for the wrap up at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> once the illustration had been made, and uh, it was a backpacking backpack with my kids' backpacks attached to it, filled with something heavy. Yeah. And so, I hope it was visibly heavy because I felt myself. <laughs> yeah. The longer I held it. The more uh, burdensome it really became. slumping, yeah. you know, in my um, 
posture. Yeah. I, I don't know how visible it was, but it felt visible <laughs> to me. Yeah. Uh, certainly could could feel that. And I, I wanted to illustrate for everyone, but for the kids, you know, that, you know, it is a heavy load. Ministry is a heavy load. It's, yeah. it's something we are meant to do. And it's not just one person, but God has called us to, and, min, and ministry, I mean by that, spreading the good news of Christ, yeah. ministering the word of God into people's lives. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what we carry. That's the mission we have from Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about that. And as we got through the points and looked at, you know, I mean, very simple points. Ministry involves helping people know God. Mm -hmm. Ministry can be a heavy load. And then ministry is better when we share the load. So through that, I had some helpers come up to the stage. And they literally unbuckled the straps and stuff on my uh, backpack to get these backpacks off. And then they wore them in an appropriate amount for them uh, but it, um, man, as soon as that last one came off, like <laughs> each one coming off was okay. But as soon as that last one come off, came off, I could really tell, yeah. you know, it's like I stood up a little straighter. Right. You know, I could really feel that weight coming off of me. I'm used to that. I backpack with those backpacking backpacks a lot. Yeah. And it's like, you know, as you take elements off, it's <laughs> like, oh, that's a little bit easier. You know, because yeah. you're walking five miles, you know, you know hiking up. Yeah. Uh, through the woods and those kind of things. And so, yeah, it was, it was uh, this illustration. And then, you know, I, I was intentional with what I put in those backpacks. I wanted to be manageable for the kids. Because, yeah, I don't, number one, I, I don't think a leader should offload themselves so much that it yeah. burdens someone else. Yeah. The idea of this is many hands make light work. Right. You know, it doesn't mean that your work's not important or, or not still has has its own burdens or whatever, but it's just easier together. Yeah, a more manageable burden. Yeah. One yeah. illustration I thought about doing was having a table filled with heavy items, but bringing up enough people that if you, you know, you may have seen the illustration mm-hmm. where, you know, I was hoping to get it where like, you know, five or 10 kids could come around and lift it with two fingers. And yeah. Then, yeah. Everybody put their two <laughs> fingers, lift it up. And it just shows you that same kind of thing. And I, I decided against it. Sure. Because... What I was able to put in those backpacks was various heavy Bibles. Yeah. Some of my study Bibles and stuff that I have. Yeah. And so, you know, my hope is that that illustration presented a great thing is that the, the load we're all carrying mm-hmm. is taking the ministry, the, the Word of God, number one, to our own people, mm-hmm. to disciple them, to help them to grow in their relationship with Jesus but also to carry that message and that ministry out to those who, you know, that don't know. You know? Yeah. And that, that is literally a job we all have. So <clears throat> uh, with all that, feel free to interrupt if you got, you know, were thought of something. But with all that, it kind of concludes this idea of we all have a part. It's mm-hmm. a vital part. Uh, you know, if we are blood-bought, spirit-filled members of the body of Christ at Lafayette First Baptist, yeah. then we have a job that God has given us to right. do. And if we are not doing that job, the body is not functioning as God arranged it and decided for it to be. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that we all discover that and find that out so that we can all carry that load together yeah. to go into our community and to share the message of God's word of hope that people can understand and find 
and uh, and I, it was perfect that we had a baptism yesterday. It's yeah. perfect that we got a baptism this week. Yeah, of of literally that happening that someone in the community found us online, and God through that brought them to salvation. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. golly man, this is like you know New New Testament church kind of stuff. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, but all of us are a part of that and meant to do that and be be a, be uh, part of carrying that load and yeah. carrying that burden. And so we have some ways that you can do that. Um, we have a, a shape profile. Shape just stands for spiritual gifts, heart, um, abilities, personality, experiences. Basically, mm-hmm. how God has shaped you in very many many aspects of your life. Yeah. So that you can be used for His glory and serve, <clears throat> serve Him in this body, um, you know. So we have those shape profiles. We love for to get one of those into your hands, uh, those who are listening, um, so that you can fill that out. It's a short, it's a short little thing. Mm-hmm. It take, it's not going to take thirty minutes. It might take, might take fifteen. Yeah. Um, where you can just kind of say, indicate, you know, two or three things in each category. Right. There could be possibilities. Our nominating committee is about to start meeting. They're going to look at those things and look at places to plug you in. <clears throat> Possibly um, one of our administrative committees mm-hmm. that, that run the administration or the business of the church, kind of undergird the ministry of the church with, with those things that need to be done. But possibly uh, uh, a part of one of the ministry teams will uh, yeah. also... Um, a point or ask you to pray over mm-hmm. uh, based on your giftings and those kind of things so that we can carry out the mis- ministry of the church, which we codified in seven ministry teams, yeah. outreach, worship, uh, outreach, first impressions, worship, assimilation, discipleship, next gen and care. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so, you know, I would encourage you, I would encourage those listening to do that, if nothing else, do the profile. You can always say no if we approach you and you're yeah. like, I just don't have time. That seems like a big thing. We can go for a smaller chunk. Yeah. Um, our goal is not to burden you, but to help give you a portion of the load that is appropriate amount for you, like yeah. we did in the illustration, to help you use your gifts. And I would say, if you're using your gifts and you know how God has shaped you, You'll find joy in that, no matter how heavy yeah. the burden is. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times people don't serve at churches because they already did, but they didn't serve according to their giftings, mm-hmm. and it was a it was a burden to them that did not bring joy, but it brought consternation and, <clears throat> and difficulty. Yeah, and so we've got to do a better job of equipping Ephesians four, equipping the saints for the work of ministry. Um, we've got to do a better job of helping you know how to use the gifts God's given you. Yeah, and we we seek to do that. Uh, we are going to provide that in a digital format of some sort. It's it's a little hard to figure out how exactly how to do that, mm-hmm. uh, just because of some of the questions that are there. It may just be a simple: Do you know the top three spiritual gifts that you have? What are yeah. the top three passions? Uh, but it's often nice to give a list of potential ones. Yeah, and to build a Google form to do that would would be kind of cumbersome, not to build it, but to look at it. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to figure out a simple, easy flow right. way of doing it. But we're going to work on that this week. We'll get that out for you to, to see as well. And, but at the end of the day, a simple text message, email to me, to Jason, to, to Amber mm-hmm. in the office, you know, saying, I really want to 
discover my gifts. I have no idea what they are, but I'm willing to figure it out and I'm yeah. willing to serve. That will be helpful too. Yeah, definitely. Um, it at least gives us a first step. You right. Know, so. Yeah, and I think before we move past it too far, I think you, you brought up, I was going <clears> to <throat> say something about this, but we've been using this term burden uh, the whole the whole time during this podcast. And that comes with some baggage that, you know, you think, oh, well, burden, I don't... I don't know that I want to take on any more burden. I'm all, my life's already burdened, right? Yeah. Um, but this is not this is not the normal kind of burden. Right. This is a this is a um, a weight that you take on, and you said it exactly right. It brings joy. It produces yeah. joy in your life, and um, I think that we all could agree that we we want more joy in our life. Yeah. Um, and there there is joy that comes from working within the gifting that God has put in your life, and it's. I don't even I don't even know how to describe it. It's just it's one of those things where when you experience it, it's like, oh my gosh, I was made to do this. I was mm-hmm. fashioned for this by God, and and there is such joy that comes in that. And yeah. while it is a responsibility, it's not um, it's not difficulty. It's not uh, consternation to use the word that you just said. And um, and it's it's a it's a joyful burden, which sounds weird, but it's the truth. So. Well. A, a modern example of of this, um, as you're talking, it kind of crossed my mind. It's not me, but I know people that like took up like marathon running or something mm. like that. Right? Mm. That's a burden, man. Like, sure. Yeah. Know, not anyone can just get out there and run. Mm-hmm. But then, like they they find a joy in that and they continue yeah. to do it. Or maybe it's somebody like, you know, hey, I enjoy weightlifting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you're lifting a burden. Yeah. But it gives you joy. Um, I mean, it's like childhood, you know, uh, uh, child rearing. Yeah, it's a burden. Yeah, yeah but you find joy. In it, Absolutely. You know? So yeah. It, yeah, I mean, I think we understand that, but yeah, we're reluctant. And and the 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 idea is not to say burden like oh that's so burdensome. It's more yeah. of like the burden of you know a um, a pack mule loads. You know, it's yeah. just a it's a a load. Maybe right. that's a better way to say a right. heavy load. Heavy load. Yeah. But I think, using the analogy we did yesterday, is that giving each person their own portion of that makes it easier for us all to carry. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and sure. um, yeah, so cool. Absolutely. Well, this is where we turn it over to you. Uh, we would love to know how has God been working, or what has God shown you that your part might be, uh, because your part does matter uh, here at Lafayette First, and we want to help you figure out what that part is. And so please take the opportunity to stop by maybe um, when you're here Wednesday or if you come next Sunday, grab one of those shape profiles, fill that thing out, and and if for nothing else, so that you can know what your passions are. And then we would love to help you figure out where you fit in here in that. Um, Or be on the lookout. We'll, We'll send out an email, put a Facebook post up when we get that digitized and you can get it online as well. Um, until then, you can email us at the path at LafayetteFirst.life. We would love to hear from you. Um, but we uh, will we'll continue down the path next week. We'll start a new series next week um, talking about pathways. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's going to be it's gonna be great. Looking forward to that. Uh, but until next time, I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we hope you'll join us next time as we continue down the path. Bye.